All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast this week. We talk Game of Thrones teaser. Succession is back. Chris Nolan's next movie and Nordies rates makes a return. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How is it going? Going well, man. Good. How are you? I'm doing better because our last episode of the Sportscast was so damn good. It was good. And I feel like this one, I feel like we're ramping, ramping energies. It's going to be good. Yeah, I think we're going to crescendo in this episode. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty excited Whoa. about that. Another sacred geometry take. It is a sacred <laughs> geometry take, yeah. All right, guys. So uh, here we go. Two Before weeks in a row. Before we dive into this episode, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. It was hot. Yeah. Nice work. You're starting to sound like the Micro Machines guy now. Yeah, you know, no, we're just like cruising through it at like a million miles an hour. It's almost like I can't go slower. Yeah, right. Your like, brain is if already... you started to try to go slower, you might miss a step. I might like mess it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair well enough. I think people appreciate when you go fast because they've heard it before. They heard it. Yeah, they're like, dude, we know. Come on. Yeah, get going. Yeah. Well, let's go. Well, why aren't you following us? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we fucking are. <laughs> All right, what are we drinking, guys? All right, so, dude, this is uh, fresh hop season. This is my favorite beer season of the year where these companies fresh pick hops and then they put a shit ton into their beer. And this one is one of the best. This is Chasing Freshies. Is this the shoots, right? Ryan, you picked this up. I got this just for you. Oh, I so appreciate it. You know, it's funny because it happens right after Oktoberfest. And Oktoberfest beers to me suck. Not my favorite. No. Sugary, malty, brown beer kind of flat this shit is just bright and crispy and this once again absolutely delicious um love this season of beer and what i mean how much was a six pack like 12 9.99 unbelievable yeah. for like really really good fresh beer this beer was probably made two weeks ago at tops yeah um psyched i mean you want to talk about like something that we used to get really excited about on the podcast was like fresh hop season Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, that, that trend has died off a little bit, but companies like Deschutes still do it every year. And I saw it in the in the beer case, and I was like, absolutely, Jimmy yep. Channels. Yes, I'm psyched on it. It's delicious. Uh, they bang, they banged it out again, so it's always a good style it's the, of beer. This is your perfect, like, second four-pack. You know, we always talk about that, or your second six-pack in yep. this case. It's the perfect one. It's the perfect, like, complimentary piece to whatever expensive beer you pick up. Is this beer not absolutely delicious, too? It's really great and really drinkable. Yeah. You can tell it's like mass produced because it's like it's got a flavor profile for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's yeah. really good. All right, guys, I'm gonna hit you guys with a few um, um, show themes just for the the first two stories here. Okay. 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 So we're the- theme songs, different... like theme songs from shows. Okay. I didn't know what a show theme meant, but okay. I Obviously. need this show theme to come back. I kind of feel like they won't. You think they'll use something different? Oh, it's gonna be different, but it's the same guy. I want that song back because that song was like the most electric moment of the year. I think House House of the Dragon needs to do everything it can to separate itself as a unique entity Mm -hmm. as an HBO property. Yeah. That it's still in the same universe, but this is not Dan and Dave. You know, we're not we're going to try not to let you down. Like it's got to distance itself a little bit. They need to say stuff like, you know, uh, we're in Essos, but 
Westeros is just waiting to be conquered or something. Right. And you're like, okay, all right, I remember that one. We're, Westeros, here, we're right? here. I know where I'm at. Yeah. But see, yeah. I, I also, like, the one thing I want is, like, there to be enough continuity that, like, you know when you watch a Marvel movie and they have, like, the comic book flipping yes. intro every single time? And, yeah. like, you know, I, I think there needs to be some things that make a connection. So, like, I would hope that the song comes back, even if it's, like, different instruments or it's a little different. Ooh. Oh, and then, a little bit all right, more. Okay. I don't and then hate I, that. I want the same, like, machine cog map shit showing us these new areas we are like i want I love that i want that level of like continuity in the show so we know like yeah this is definitely a game of thrones show because that part was so exciting and then they can they can make all the fixes they want from there and they can turn this into their own universe but like i want it to still feel like game of thrones because it's in the title still it's funny you're doing this now because i've been pr- slowly prepping a segment that hasn't future segment where we're going to rank the best songs, theme mm. songs. I have Jackass on the list. Oh, great song. I have um, Succession mm-hmm. on the list. Uh, I have What We Do in the Shadows on the list. Great song. Great song. Great song. And I'm sure there's a bunch of great ones, and I'm just collecting them. Westworld? Ad hoc. Westworld I always actually liked, did have a really good theme song. I always song. thought a cool theme show, song but... was um, True Blood. Okay. How'd that go? It was country, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, when you came in the... Dun, no, dun, you lost dun. me. Yeah. It was a good. You day. didn't sell it. You were feeling I, I, bashful already because you know we didn't, didn't like know, the show. I didn't know the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics. I wish I did. And call back to the sports cast. Will the NHL ESPN theme song be on? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, but so, we're excited. So we watched this this teaser. this teaser, and they gave a gave so little, but also like made it feel so grand. I mean, sure. it felt like a huge show. And, like, I, I think you just kind of were, like, at least I watched it, and I was just like, oh, all the best things from Thrones are coming back in the future. Yeah, 17 dragons, though, instead of three, so. That'll be fun, though. That's cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Just have dragons in all, like, a lot of, every episode should get some dragon action. Well, I like that, um, again, you know, talking about the differentiation, um, you know, everything about, you know, what was the Game of Thrones. You play the Game of Thrones, or you, you win, or you die, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was all about, like, politicking, yes. you know? And I think there's going to be some of that, but then at the end of this trailer, they're like, dreams don't make kings, you know, dragons do, or whatever. Like, I think they're sort of, like, maybe this could be a little bit more violent, you know? Yeah. Like, not the Game of Thrones wasn't, but maybe this is going to be a little bit more of, like, brute force versus, you know, this backstabbing and backchanneling and Master Little of Whispers and all that stand stuff. a chance in this environment. Right, they just kill He him. has no dragons. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited. I mean, I definitely... I, I, I'm reserved as well. I'm reserving my my excitement. You sound like you've had your heart broken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. And it doesn't mean it's not going to be a huge show, but it's not going to necessarily right off the bat just get that, like, hey, this is essential I, I think you. I think that... If, if it does, that might be a mistake. Because if you remember, Thrones was so good because the world building took them so long mm-hmm. that by the time people started getting into Thrones, they were like, it was like season two. Or right. they had read the books. Mm-hmm. And they just knew the world. Because if you go back and watch Thrones, the first like four episodes are kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a ton of stuff happening. It's you're a lot literally of, meeting five you, to ten to fifteen characters an episode. They're and, showing you different people from different yeah. areas. They're trying to explain the politics to you. They're trying to explain the relationships. They're trying to tell you the past. They're trying to like build this whole universe in front of you. And it's like it's kind of dry. And so I almost hope that the show is gonna invest time again. And there'll obviously be some twists and turns. And the dragons are gonna look cool. And mm-hmm. like knowing a little bit about the families and the history will be fun. But, like, I do think that it's going to take a little bit of time, hopefully, for Mm -hmm. them to kind of dive into some of, like, the big twists and turns. And I think 
that I don't know how they'll do this, but I know they will. I can't wait for them to do the like magic thing where Thrones was like so dry and so like gritty and so about politics and you know it was it was so like human in a kind of a gross way right um but also there was like this weird mystic magic yeah well i thing. mean the very first episode of thrones opened up with white walkers yeah and then they just cut to like gritty medieval politics yeah and you're like well what was that about the magic stuff yes and like so what's the mystery playing, be? yeah the, the slow playing of the mystery i think was was what was so great about thrones and like maybe those those didn't pay off as well as they could have to make it like the, the greatest show ever yep you know, that was yeah, not maybe huge but, problem. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying like, it, it probably would have been the greatest show ever if they wouldn't have just fumbled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're well, if they also had, I mean, everything it up could until, have just been a pretty good end and would have been the greatest show. Everything ever. yeah. up until the source material ended was mostly bangers. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they had to kind of write it themselves in conjunction with George, and so, it didn't turn out that well. Hey, at least we're not getting, you know, for this, we're not getting before the books end and after. It's just yeah. some writers. And so I'm, I'm excited for it. I really am. I think this. Um, I think the show will. After the first fifteen minutes, you'll be like, "Yeah, this is pretty essential." Yeah, like you're you're gonna fall right back into the trap. And I don't think HBO will allow the same mistakes to happen. Okay. Again, I, I, that's just me trying to be optimistic and and have a positive take. I think you know they learned a lot. Um, they made a ton of money. Yeah. And now they got a ton of money to burn on a new one. And like Eric said, hopefully this is like a cascading effect where we're gonna get some sort of Game of Thrones from HBO from here until God knows when. Let's go until. Mm-hmm. You know, George kicks the bucket, and then there's literally nothing else to, to tell. <laughs> we pretend sometimes that, like, HBO is, like, this is, like, small, like, they're, like, FX or something. Yeah, like, little, little, little mom and yeah. pop TV producer. They're They're, like, a huge part of Warner Brothers, and they're just, like, capable of making anything that they want to. Right. And so this will be so well-funded and so well-acted, and everything about it should be really cool. So can't, can't wait. wait. Definitely care. All right, next up, guys, uh, we're sticking with, with theme songs here. Do you have it ready? Oh. Ah, yeah. Maybe, this is one that I don't skip. I don't. I like the intro. I don't skip the intro. Maybe a better theme song than Thrones. It's so good. I have a friend who's trying to learn it on piano because it just would be so cool. It's just so... We're so talking good. about Succession, another HBO show. Can I tell you, I used to hate the theme song. Yeah. And then it grew on me. Yeah. Because once you got into the show and like understood the motif... Like like what the characters were doing. That song sounds so like sinister. Yeah, that it fits. It sounds like creepy, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and like it's like I don't. If I walked into somebody's house and I heard that music, I would want to get the fuck out. Right. And that's how I feel about the Roy's. <laughs> like, I, oh, I'd want to buddy up somehow. Well, I'd yeah, get you want to be cousin, right in there, cousin Greg, for yeah, sure. I'd I, somehow find something. Not hey, maybe I know some information. I don't know what, but I'm going to become indispensable. I'm just saying, but you would initially would feel like okay, yeah, this is. This is not my vibe. Oh, you'd be weirded out. So this show comes out uh, this weekend. This season weekend. three. Season three. I can't wait for this. This is um, a show. I, I feel like everyone who watches Succession or starts watching it or is considering it is feeling the same way. You're like, a show about like the succession plan of a, of a media company? That sounds really boring. Like a right-wing Fox News pseudo yeah. deal. Yeah. I... I I think everyone has had that reservation before they watched the show. Mm-hmm. and Myself included. Yeah, and yeah. you get into it, and it is just so damn good. Yeah. It's so captivating. It's worth the, the you know, the risk you're taking in watching something that maybe you wouldn't like. You're going to love it. The characters are so um, terrible and irredeemable and just awful in every whoa, way. Whoa. How dare you talk about Shiv like that? <laughs> 
<laughs> they just how all, dare you, just my all, girl? They're just all such shitty people for real. But but you you're captivated by them even though you're not cheering for any of them. Like somehow I watch an episode and I'm like, no, nah, I don't really want anything good to happen to anyone. But at the end, I'm like hanging, you know on every word that these yeah. people are saying in their battles. It's that funny having. that you say that because I think the reason the show has been so popular and the reason why all these relatively no-name actors have risen to the levels they have is because they have... Whoever the fuck is writing their dialogue, it's the best written dialogue I maybe ever heard. To the point where you're captivated by a conversation between two people and you're thinking these people are giving the performances of a lifetime... It's the crispiest, smartest dialogue ever, and it's not sped up to the fact that like West Wing was. Do you remember the shit that Aaron Sorkin was doing? He had great dialogue too. It was smart, but it was like nobody can talk this fast and be that witty at all times. Like, yeah, it's it was unbelievable. This is like grounded, but so smart and so fun. Well, they're like rich idiots too. Yeah, like uh, at least and everything a lot just of them. everything they say is like so perfect to their character, and it just it, it that's the reason the show I think is so good is because the dialogue is just. Perfection. Well, weren't you like bored with it initially? Oh, I quit on it twice, and we were like, "Dude!" And then keep... I finished season two, and I'm I'm ready here. I still have my reservations, and I can share them quickly. I don't. I think it's more of a soap opera than it is a series, for sure. Because it, why wouldn't it just go forever? I mean, yeah, okay. They're they're dangling the death of the patriarch Logan Roy, um, but we've seen that if he dies, there's still a million ways they can continue the show. He maybe names somebody that's in charge, and then that person is flipped for some other reason. Um, it can just go on forever. So it doesn't really feel like something that is going to have a super hard end. And you're just like, what are we building towards here? But it's captivating to watch. I love it. And now we just found out that Alexander Skarsgård is going to be in season three. I don't know if I really need Alexander Skarsgård in movies, but he's such an elite uh, television actor especially on hbo stuff right oh he's just so, so good. good and he big makes little lies. any show better he's good on everything he's in if it's a bad show he makes it better if it's a great show he makes it even even greater than it could it was he's he's fantastic and i can't wait to see his character in this season yeah. he can bring like the creepiness level to an even higher yeah uh baseline <clears throat> i can't wait i think it's a great addition so sunday I'm going to watch. You guys going to watch Sunday oh, night? Oh, I'm watching Sunday night. I think this is going to be, in my opinion, the title holder off the bat. I hope it I hope it takes that spot and mm-hmm. makes it its own. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be the most must-watch show on TV, I think. Okay. I'm ready. All I right. care. Next up, there's a lot of controversy about one of the most famous comedians of all time, Dave Chappelle, releases his final um, his final stand-up special for, for under Netflix. This, yeah, under this big contract he had. He started... Um, what, four years ago, five years ago or something? I think he's done five or six or seven of them. This is his last one, and it is by far the most controversial. I watched it. Have you guys seen it yet? It's called The Closer? No, okay. I haven't. I saw a couple of clips. And you see the clips? It was uncomfortable. Especially taken out of context, very uncomfortable. Hey, throw them in context, very uncomfortable as well. Uh, it doesn't, I, doesn't help. No, it doesn't <laughs> help. In fact, it's like... I'm like, oh, he, he must have made a couple jokes about, uh, you know, the trans community again. And that's why it's in an uproar. No, the entire thing is about the trans community. Like, why is Dave Chappelle, who has made his career on championing, you know, downtrodden black folks and, you know, trying to point out, you know, hypocritical white people in this situation, or people in power in general that hold power over people. And he's going to just spend his entire special on trans folks. It just seems so weird. It is weird. Um, I don't think that, I don't necessarily think Netflix needs to pull it 
Uh, let it exist. He's one of the greatest comedians ever. It's not like he actually like you know is hurting somebody here. Um, but he's saying things that that are a, like a little bit beyond jokes. Like have you have you seen his stuff lately? Where he he it's not necessarily for a laugh. Like a lot of his stuff is is pretty serious commentary, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what a lot of this is too. Sure. So don't just like take a line out of it and be like. But it's a, it's a, from a comedy special. It's a joke. It's not mm. all jokes, dude. No. It's not a joke. Um, so uh, to me, I thought it was a little too hurtful. Um, you know, he has a couple points where he kind of tries to redeem himself, how he had, he describes his personal relationship with, um, you know, someone who was trans, who killed themselves, which is super sad. But it's sort of like, well, then why did you just beat up the community this whole time? And then yeah. say like, but I actually do care about them. Look at this. It's it doesn't sort of make like, me want to watch it. It's sort it. of like the racist guy at work that's like, yeah, but I have a, one black friend. Or like yeah. my sister married a black guy and he yeah. seems cool. Um, I don't really think it's great. And I, I think that it's going to ultimately tarnish his reputation, which is a lot of people consider him the, the GOAT or greatest, at least, you know, still performing. Um, he's definitely up there. Uh, but this is, it is troublesome. And I'm not going to pretend that it's like, dude, he's just attacking PC culture and that's who's getting most upset right now is the trans people. So he's going to go harder at them. I don't think that's a good idea. Why do that? I think that like um, there's always going to be outrage, especially now, and it probably will continue this way, about what people call cancel culture. And people will continue to be upset about that that exists. Um, But also uh, there are marginalized people whose feelings are badly hurt often and um you know in a community where people uh definitely have struggled and are yeah. abused and are assaulted and are um you know targeted more Shoved than anybody else society yes. you know yeah. like it's just not a group that we need to be having our most high profile um comedians uh taking the stage and and mocking and yeah, ridiculing if you're, if you're really the greatest of all time you know or or you want to be one of the top comedians you don't pick easy targets yeah and that seems yeah. it seems very lazy and he has a whole thing about <clears throat> oh people call me punching down well i all, all i all i punch is lines i do punch lines well you're not really doing punch lines buddy you're yeah. pretty much going on these long rants i don't like that I, it I makes me like uncomfortable. I don't like it. It just it's it's not necessary. Yeah. And you know, I, if your if your idea is that you make fun of everybody, um, and which he does, but not in this special. Yeah. It's just like you can tease any group of people. I, I believe that you can. Mm-hmm. And and South Park um, has crossed the line a few times, definitely. But I think they they do a pretty good job of just spreading it out. Spreading right? it out so thin that everyone gets teased. And it, when it comes to you, you might be like, oh, that hurts a little bit. But you laugh at the other rest of society who's getting teased, you know. And well, so, with South Park, it's almost like a badge of honor at this point, right? Yeah, like I made it onto a South Park episode yeah. where they made fun of like my stupid hairdo. So you know, or for whatever. for Dave to like always make his most hardcore and meanest spirited jokes at trans people throughout these specials, and then to crescendo with the closer where he does fifty minutes essentially on LGBTQ, especially trans, is like, no, you're not really spreading it out anymore, are you, buddy? You're yeah. kind of just yeah. feel like you've been, you know, victimized by them. Like, they've somehow come after you too hard, and, you know, you're trying to, they're trying to cancel you, Dave. Like, no, they're not really. Like, you know, it It feels like he's not really spreading it out anymore. It just feels very weird. And I would say, like, make your own opinion and go watch it, but then you're sort of supporting it at the same time. Um I think anything you've heard and read about it where people complaining about it is probably valid. Anybody that says, hey, leave it up, it's, it's you know, a piece of artwork, uh, to, you know, it can be controversial, but it still should exist. I think they're right as well. So 
The only people I don't like um, about this are the, the the people like these dudes that are like, yeah, everybody's too sensitive. And guess what? You know, he should be able to say what he wants. Like, and they're like called to like a victory here. And finally, someone speaking for the white man who like hates all these groups and shit. Well, we've been and that's like who he's almost pandering to at this point. We've been oppressed for so long. Right. Um, white so Christian males. I don't know. I, I just I feel like there's a lot of different viewpoints here, but it is it is over the top, and he deserves any flack he gets. He's he has he announced early on that this is gonna be his last special for a while, so he's go, he's going away for a while, anyways. Um, hopefully, when he comes back, he refocuses. Okay, well, we're gonna refocus this show on uh, anything else on Marvel okay. for a few minutes. So, Wandavision is getting a spinoff. What do we know about it? It's in talks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's a done deal, but they're talking a WandaVision spinoff with Catherine Hahn, right? As I forget her name already. Yeah, the, the it was. Witch. What's her name all along? It was. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Wow. Uh, so normally I'm the na- normally I'm the this. name guy. I complete as I started talking about it, the name like jumped out. Agatha. Of my Agatha. Agatha. Thank Agatha. you. Okay. Agatha. So yeah. so yeah, we're getting an Agatha Harkness spinoff. Dang. There we go. Yeah. Fine. There we go. Those it synapses firing. I'm I'm a little slower. See, Ryan, he gets them too quick. I can get them after a while. Look, I don't care about this that much. I I liked the show. Um, I was really watching the show as a first Marvel show to like see how it was going to tie into the bigger universe, and it didn't much, but it was still very very captivating. I don't know if I'm going to care that much about a show. Not only now, like they were pulling B characters from the movies yeah. and doing a show. More of a Now novelty. they're pulling B characters from the shows for shows. I'm like, all right, I don't know. I, would watch I don't want them to push it too far. As I long think, as they don't, as long as they don't take the place of other shows, I would like. If it's just more, more, more Marvel shows, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'll watch it. Well, we're going to say no. Yeah, well, oh, sure. I'll watch it. I get the show. I don't care. But I just, I, I don't want it at the expense of like the show that would be cooler. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah, that's it. That's actually. The I right care take, a little bit. I care a little bit. We'll probably I'd, all watch I'd, it. It'd I'd, be cool, but a week before it came out, I'd be like, "Dude, I care so much. It's gonna be awesome." Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. Next up, John Bernthal is confirmed to continue his role as the Punisher in the MCU. I think that's good news. I think it makes sense because he did shows with like Charlie Cox, who was doing Daredevil for Netflix, right? And they have pretty much confirmed that Charlie Cox is Daredevil is going to be in Spider-Man, we think. So they're working some of them in the more successful ones. Like, some of them suck, dude. Like, Luke Cage. Iron uh, Fist. Probably, actually, Luke Cage was pretty good, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Iron Fist was a joke. Um, Jessica Jones just didn't, I don't know, maybe she'd show up, but are people going to care that much? I don't know. Um, But yeah, this is cool. So this is good. I mean, I I think those shows are pretty boring. That was probably the biggest problem with them. They were not good. And The Punisher was not that good. Yeah, uh, but I think John Bernthal, like, did a good job as it like i think he's a good actor and he fit the role it was like a like a xena warrior princess version Ooh, of like a that's such an insult yeah. i mean it, it oh, was like like oh. all the 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 additional actors and actresses were all like just terrible it was mm-hmm. bad I, I think in most of the shows right. this, is, this is not a rip on like the people who were playing luke cage or jessica jones this is just everybody else they hired kind of stunk yeah yeah well i mean there's only so much they're gonna be able to do with it so i mean i do care about this i think that they don't need to recast the punisher like if there was if if john bernthal had never played the punisher and they gave me like eight options i would probably rank him one two or three yeah in there like he's a good actor he's a tough badass looking fuck i mean he seems to fit the guy i think it should be cool but you know what movie they're gonna see him in we don't know maybe the spider-man probably not probably something he's a new york guy right so we'll probably see him in in something based around either dr strange 
or Spider-Man. Okay. Some New York's heroes. Um, I'm going to give you a random question. He's going to be like Casey Jones from like the Ninja Turtles then. I mean, like, I know. Kind of like, like, like parachute in for like and a half an hour. What are, you know, he doesn't really have powers compared to these I've people. I've got so. guns and they're like, yeah, we have lasers and magic. So what do you got? Right. All right. Anyway. If you guys have to rank these shows in order of a reboot that you would watch. Okay. From most to least. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Xena Warrior Princess. Highlander. Walker, Texas Ranger. Zero, zero, and zero. No, no, no. no you had to put them no, in order no, no. one, two, and three. Highlander is a strong, strong number one okay. for me. Because, like, if they, if HBO was like, we're doing Highlander, <laughs> we've so got, we're... you know, some giant actor. We've got Fastbender. Fastbender's Highlander. I think we talked about this. I think Highlander is getting rebooted. Everything's oh, getting shit. rebooted. They already rebooted Toxic, or, um, Texas ranger Walker. no they yeah, didn't they did and it's already dead i think no it was so bad. that's it was bad that's number three and xena lucy lawless is my xena so i don't know if i can see another oh one, you but. guys ready for this we did talk about this really? guess who's playing highlander who this might change your ranking oh god henry cavill Okay. What? Oh, in a movie though? Wait, no, no, no. Or in a show? No, that's called The Witcher. Yeah, that's, Henry that Cavill to star too. in Lionsgate's Highlander reboot, Mar- yeah. May twenty one. That's a 21. movie. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I don't care about any of those franchises. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I, I took us on like a USA Network <laughs> midnight reruns. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did. Okay, uh, moving on. Sticking with uh, the MCU, um, Will Poulter is going to play Adam Warlock in Guardians. Mr. Eyebrows himself. Yep. Does he have a cool nickname? Like, to me, when I hear Will Poulter, I start to think of that guy, Meth Damon. Yeah. You know, that I can't remember his act, his name Jesse either. Plemons. Jesse Plemons and Will Poulter are kind of the same person to me. Um, Will Poulter, I think, is like, has kind of done some funny roles and stuff. Wasn't he in Shameless? Was he? I feel, I feel like he was in Shameless, but I could be wrong. <sighs> he could have been... Um, you know, I, it doesn't really matter because I, I think James Gunn has the say in this. It's his movie. He's writing it and directing it. He has done an incredible job with every superhero thing he's done, in my opinion, because I, I, I include Suicide Squad as a great movie um, in that. So to me, I'm good with it. Um, you know, did we think maybe we were going to see uh, Keanu Reeves? People talked about Keanu Reeves being Adam Warlock. Is this a step down from that? Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, but dude, I he he'll probably be like kind of a like a buff, silly, blonde, like seventies haircut, cheesy guy who's a little out of touch. Is that what you wanted, or maybe you wanted somebody super badass? I don't think that's that's going to be this interpretation of the character. I think you get a, you might get a little bit of both. Yeah, James Gunn is like very he's good super at... silly, but then like he's amazing in fight scenes right. and can, shit. He's like can oh really God. fuck you like, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just have faith. Also, it's fine. the confirmation of him being in the movie. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I mean, maybe this was going to leak out anyway, so they got ahead of it. I don't know. So do you remember in Guardians 1 at the end, right? They had the post credit scene where there was like that race of the... the was this was this one or two? It was one. Um, <laughs> they were all like the golden-skinned people. Yeah. And then they were like, we'll call him Adam. It's the perfect creation or something. So there you go. They planted the seed a while ago. It's bound to happen. Cool. Will I Poulter. Care. I yeah, care. I care. I care. It'll, it'll be good. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Um. All right. Next up, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is getting great reviews. This movie looks really stupid to me. Is yep. it's like kids and they like fix a car and it's like the kid from Stranger Things and it most looks like, bad. Wolf? It's like my weird great recluse uncle claimed he fought ghosts back in the day. What the fuck's up with that? It's our, guy, our guy Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. But it does have Paul Rudd in it, right? Yes. And I think Paul Rudd is like one of my main draws at this point. Yeah, apparently he's just like the reviews are saying that he's just 
so magnetic in this that he gives it so much heart and you're going to care about the movie just because he's doing such a good job. So I mean, if I had to pick... I like, guess we should care about this movie when before we cared not at all. If well, I had to pick up like a duo for a movie, I would pick Owen Wilson and Paul Rudd. That's amazing. Have they, like how many comedy, movies have they worked together in? I mean, they're on the same I feel like corner. They're always in the same stuff. Maybe uh, they just I, compete for the same roles, so they're never in the same movies. Yeah, but I want them like together. Both they're they're both like not um, the leader, but they're the only two people. You, you could know? get right. that. That's actually great. You could get that in the MCU eventually if Ant Man meets up with. They're both the timekeepers. Mo- Mobius. Mobius. Yes. Mobius and Mobius. I oh, love that. I want that. I want that badly. That's my dream duo. Actually, that's yeah. That's the show they need to make next. Like just them having like a like a kind of battle of the wits kind of conversation. Sense. It kind of makes Ant Man like travels between realms and shit. I think why it's actually not. Why they, wouldn't he be there? The writers don't have to like stretch to make this happen. Okay, we just we just fixed. We just fixed so many things. And, we just made them four billion dollars. And we made Eric's dream come true. Oh, I, I don't know if I could like two people more than I like those two. And they're in the MCU. Yeah, no, it, it would it would make my. I think life. that would just Eric's brain would shut down. It, it like when that scene happened. Well, I'm excited about this. Um, it's still not a theater movie for me, but it's definitely like as soon as it's six dollars, I might pull the trigger. Is, to rent well, is it. that is that Warner's? Like, would it be on HBO Max? No, no, okay. no. I think it's a Paramount movie, isn't it? Or New Line? Yeah, I don't know what who whose it is, but it's yeah, it's not going to be free anytime soon. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think it's good news. Anytime a movie gets good reviews, why not? That's a positive, right? And I think it's one of those things. Also, like I think Jason Reitman saw some of the reboots and was like, all right, just. Guys, give me yeah. the pen and the paper. Did you guys and... watch the all-female reboot? No. I liked it. I thought it was fine. Chris Helms. Okay, here's here's I'm a fucked say, up misogynistic thing to say. I'm gonna all say these women in it, and I was about to say Chris Helmsworth shined. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, just, it's fucked up, but it it was a it was like a pretty fun movie. I'm gonna say yes, I did watch it, but don't ask me any questions. <laughs> yeah, you probably did, and you just don't remember it. I doubt he watched it. Okay, speaking of a movie that is a theater movie for James, the new Scream movie got a trailer. Stop. <laughs> uh, you know, I like a lot of horror movies. I just don't like the sla- pure slasher movies. Have never done it for me. Is it's very funny. Boring. No. Is it supposed to be it's, funny? No. No. It's supposed to be like scary. I think. Or well, I mean, it's a little bit suspenseful because you don't know. Who, you know, there's like you're getting a couple clues here and here. Who's the killer? So that's definitely part of it. I think I was about two years too young for Scream. I mean, okay. I'm sure a lot of people that are my age would be like, "Oh, I watched Scream for sure." But like, I think when it originally came out, I was just a little bit young. Yeah, so I, I, like I was 10 or something. I was I kind of missed it a little bit. I was a sophomore in high school. Okay. So, that was like written for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, did you see it right away and Saw did you theaters. like it? Saw it in theaters. Was terrified. Slept okay. with, slept with the light on. So, I don't know. For me, it was always the paranormal shit that's, that was, even though I don't even believe any of that stuff, but that was like the ghost in the hallway was much scarier than someone breaking into my door and slash, you know, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Well, it's like Jump Street. I grew up in the nice part of town, but. It it was like, it was intense when it was intense, but then it was like a teen drama with everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I guess Nev Campbell was fine. Um, who Rose McGowan was in the original one. Courtney Cox, David yeah. Arquette. That's how they ended up meeting and getting married. Um it was a it was a fun you know scary movie at the time. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying that there, it's like a like the greatest horror franchise of all time. I wouldn't even call it horror. Like I would call it like there's some violent moments, but it's not like paranormal activity. Right. You know what I mean? Which is like very captivating. Yeah. So have you seen? Did you watch the trailer? No. Okay. I watched it. 
It looks really... Actually, I don't even know if I've watched the whole thing. It looks really bad. I think they're trying to reboot it. They have... Uh, who did you mention? Nev Campbell. Yep. And Courtney Cox are in this movie, and they're like mentoring a young group of students who are being attacked Shocking. and they're like they're like you this look, happened to us of course i'm ready ago. for this yeah. you know like i've been waiting so, for this i think it looks really bad i think that people are hyping it up because they're doing one of those like harder reboots where it's not like a sequel it's sort of like well i guess it is a, i don't know what the hell it is but they're just calling it scream so they're like this Why? is a scream no. seven or something well, it's like halloween with jamie lee curtis so let again, me just you know? yeah. let me just like get this it, right it's just I, gonna suck i, I want to have scream right so the guy in like the ghost mask and like the cape his name was jigsaw and he would call <laughs> right. people and he would say i know what you did last summer right <laughs> yeah actually you nailed it you i nailed think it. i got that i think i got that that right. was his catchphrase absolutely <laughs> and he had a hook like a fisherman. And he turned out to actually be a possessed doll. I'm not too, so. really sure what I the difference is between Scream and I know what you did last summer. There's no difference. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's boobs. Oh. But like was the who was the killer in that? Was there like a scary masked killer? It was he had a f- big hood. It was the fisherman okay. guy. Big uh, hood. Like, he had like a big hook. like fisherman raincoat Ooh, kind of thing. Kind of scary. Don't remember that though. All right, guys. Um speaking of sophomore year of high school. Oh boy. Limp Biscuit is back with their new song Dad Vibes. What do you think? Great song. Didn't listen to it. I'm I'm here. For I this. listened to it and I was like, "This is really catchy and fun." You know what we need to do, Jimbo? Anytime we want Eric to watch a trailer, we need to send him like it's got to be like a a fake picture of like a new Limp Biscuit song. Mm. It'll be mm. like, and then when he hits play, it's yeah, like, it'll be House like AFI's Dragon. back with a new single. <laughs> yeah, and you'll send him. You'll yeah. be like, click, 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 click. Yeah. He'll like he'll like be teaching in the middle of his teaching, and he'll like. Uh, students, I have to go out. I have to take this. Family uh, emergency. I got a call. I got to take this. And he'll watch yeah. the trailer for the new Ozark season or yeah, something that we we'll, want him we'll to see. We'll force him to watch trailers that way. I like that. Um, yeah, but this song is actually pretty good. So if you're at home, uh, just Google it up. And even if you don't really love the old Limp Biscuit, this is just like a feel-good banger. It is. It is. All right. So, uh, moving on. Mike Flanagan is making another horror show for Netflix. So what has he made so far? So he made The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Some Other House. I can't remember the name Bly of it. Bly Manor? Bly Manor. Okay. Season one, much better than season two. And then he's doing this uh, mass, Midnight Mass, which is really, really boring through like two and a half episodes and kind of picking up for me right now. Like, I'm just going to skip when we're going to go to Rex, okay? I'm just say like, don't watch this yet. Even if you're into scary stuff, I'm going to keep watching it and let you know if it's worth it because it's it's pretty slow it's crescendoing it but it's like getting weird and like interesting and the stuff that they they planted seeds early on and they were not in a rush to give you cheap scares at all but it's kind of paying off so like anyways i'm into that so mike flanagan does this he's like the new ryan murphy for netflix he cranks out an unbelievable amount of content and he's doing a new one that's based on the works of edgar Allan poe which i think is very cool i've read all those um I think simpsons it's be did it for one of their tree houses yeah yeah. All of their tree, like a couple. I'm of sure them. they've touched on just about every Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah, right? Simpsons. I mean, there's a bunch of them, dude. There's like you know the Telltale Heart and uh, the the Ray Quatha Raven and the Cask of Amontillado and like there's just like a bunch of cool ones they can pull from, and I think it'll be sweet. I'll watch it. Did it, how did Edgar Allan Poe die? I think he died from like too much opium and shit like he was like a bum like od yeah he was like a bum in the streets okay. he was Alcohol. like stephen king before they had like rehab yeah thank god 
thank God Stephen King got rehab because he's actually made some shit since then. Yeah, it said uh, he was drinking so heavily that he ultimately succumbed to the tremors and delirium that accompany alcohol. Withdrawal. Oh yeah, that's that's that beer from uh, Three Floyds, the delirium tremens. Yeah, based on, oh, on really, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited about this, dude. I think it's it's cool. I think he needs to keep making stuff. Uh, Mike Flanagan is is a talented dude. It's incredible how much TV he's able to make. Okay, we're gonna see how much we're on the same same wavelength. I'm gonna send it over to Barter, and he's gonna take us on a little stroll down memory lane uh, for some hot rack stuff. Really? Okay. So I don't know if this is a hot rack, but I saw something come up that a sixth <laughs> season trailer was dropping okay and it reminded me of our very first episode of the hair of the dog podcast right i love r.i.p where we recommended three shows we this was the beginning of hot rack i'm sure we were very structured at the time and And we each had to bring one and it was like you had to have it prepped and yeah in its hot racks in its infancy yes eric recommended the nazi driven show the man in the high castle good first season it was pretty good. It was that, decent. That was about it. Yeah. And remember, <laughs> really bad marketing campaign but this was in like, New York City. <laughs> yeah, this was like subway. This was like that was like Amazon's like first foray. Yeah. Big show. That was in, their first original show. Yeah, I think. Like they're like when one of the shows that they like put a ton of money into, obviously. Right. Yeah. And then they put all the like Nazi symbolism in like the New York subways, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this shit? This is insane!" Like, there's a lot of Jewish people that live yeah, in literally. New York. Let's yeah. not make them feel like they're being transported back. Barter recommended modern family great wreck wow hey man that was probably before they had won all of the emmys so maybe yeah. you were on to something it's still a great show i i don't care do you it, still do you don't still watch it all no no it's i mean it's done but like oh. it, it, it's like one of those like guilty pleasure shows like i just i loved it i love the characters it was you know mostly meaningless just you know it, it was a great like background show too anyway right. not important but what is important <laughs> is that season six Season six it's of the show happening. Jimbo recommended that was just starting up on the Sci Fi channel. Yeah. The Expanse has released their trailer for season six. Yeah. It survived. Oh my God. Who was the All guy? of our years. No, who was the guy that played? Um, he was like the cop on the ship with like the weird like hat. Yeah, who was that? You guy? guys can all, oh, you can all Thomas picture Jane. Thomas Jane, the original Punisher. I was just going to say there that. There you go. And. I don't know how it's it survived all this time, but it has. And listen, the first hot wreck has lasted six years. That is Im- it is impressive. Bravo. Although, bravo. I don't watch it. You no, don't watch it. Of course not. No one, we all stopped. <laughs> Nobody watching. watches it. I watched the first two episodes and was like, yeah, I'm all, this I'm, is I'm bad. all set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is that is actually so funny. What a nice callback, dude. Your memory is just unbelievable. I sometimes. can't believe that you remember that. But we are also going to go to a place that will take us back in time here. And that is uh, one of the best movie makers in the world, Christopher Nolan. He has a new movie coming out. And Cillian or Killian Murphy, we're not really sure how to say the guy's name, uh, is going to be in it. We don't know if he's starring in it, but it's going to be about J. Robert Oppenheimer, uh, the guy who helped create the first nuclear weapon. Is that right? It was the Manhattan Project. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess was the first nuclear weapon, the splitting of the atom. Here's the question. I was a little surprised when I heard that Nolan was going to do something that felt like a biopic. Very much so. Um, like or something piece. that felt like, like it was going to be... Well, I mean, he did Dunkirk, okay? Oh, so true, I guess true, that's true, a true. historical thing. So he has, there's that precedent, but he likes to write his own stuff and make it twisty and weird. Is this going to be um, like one of... Like when... Um, 
I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, so is this going to be like true to like the history or is he going to try to make it his own? You know what I mean? Interesting question. I bet he is going to keep it pretty true, but it's a story that I don't think people know and I think he will make another masterpiece. You're excited about it? No, I'm not excited about the story or anything that I've heard about it other than that Chris Nolan is making a movie. Yeah. Like what what has he what has he given you in the past 15 years that wasn't good? Right, that's all been good. Everything is good. Some stuff's like a little bit much to handle. Um What's the worst thing he's done? Probably his last one, wasn't it? I mean, I, No, he he did what what was the one he just did? The dude? time the time was back and forward what the yeah, hell was it? What was it called? Okay. Uh, this is bad. You hold know. on. Ryan. God damn it. So I can picture it. I watched it. The the audience Tenet. is screaming Tenet. at Tenet. their okay. Tenet. Tenet. I didn't think Tenet was was Ooh. it was fun. I don't plan to go like rewatch it a lot. So I, I don't thought think it was that really was, good. I don't think that was like you know amazing. Um, it looked amazing. If, yeah. if I that, think he crushed but it. But if that's the worst thing that Chris right. Nolan has oh, handed he's, you, yeah. he's a fucking winner. Yeah, I can't wait for this. Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to be like sort of an alternative history or if it's going to be straightforward. Either way, dude, it's it's going to be a show. We're going to all have to watch it. Like, it's going to be a big movie. Who will Tom Hardy play? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably like uh, a janitor or something that cleans up. I can't imagine him being like a scientist type, but we'll, we'll see. He has to wear a mask, which, you know, they're dealing with radiation, so that's probably perfect for him. Yeah. All right, guys, moving on to Hot Rex and Hot Rex. We don't have a ton this week. Ryan, you finished up Scenes from a Marriage. Um, This is a very good show. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, I think Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac absolutely knocked this out of the park for being two people who are on screen by themselves the whole time. Yeah. Um, But it's slow and confusing and they jump time and you don't really realize it um but that's like the cool thing because they like throw in like a little quip and then you're like oh yeah so it's been a year kind of thing and i don't like that necessarily where it's like so dialed down anyway um if you're into like really slow things that feel like a play yeah then this is for you you know what i love things that feel like a play plays yeah, if I you want know what to I see don't it. love is plays adapted for the screen. Yeah, so it doesn't really work. I didn't get the ending, so okay, it, I was a little bit let down. All right, all right, guys. I watched the show. Everyone in the world's watched Squid Game. I've watched two episodes of it so far. I know everyone's talked about it. I know you probably already watched it. Um, I will just say this: it was much cheesier than I was thinking it was going to be, and I I'm not very excited about watching it. I don't know why. Not because of the violence, but be- I don't know why. For whatever reason, I just because don't feel... you feel like you missed the boat because yeah, I'm not soldering. Maybe so. I'm watching it with the dubs, and I think that was a bad mistake. You need the subs. I yes. think it's a really. I think Switch it was it a, back. I oh. think it was a bad mistake. Subs are the only way to go. It's maybe the cheesiest show ever with the with the dubs. It's, and it's it's a pretty cheesy show with the subs, so you yeah, need to go subs. I think I'm gonna have to switch to it's it. It's not cheesy. Here's the thing: it's not made in Hollywood. It's made in Korea. They elevate all their act or they they turn up their actors and their performances in the writing it is sort of meant to be a little bit elevated or just kind of like heightened drama so i think just the main cheesy, character just feels cheesy is too to much american for audiences the main guy the main guy is like too much for me yeah he's like he actually tones down a lot but okay. right away he's very like he's always kind of drunk and shit so he's really like clowny okay and um, it's it, it like his character also feels like one of the safety like uh, adam sandler's character in yeah 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 uncut gems always losing always fucked up yeah. just like never does the thing that the audience wants them to do so then that you get frustrated with them um but it's a great show there will be points when like characters that you have now identified with and like die and you're gonna like feel it 
Okay. Just like it is with, you know, the show that you've been watching. Like, you, you made a comparison earlier. Which one? Well, you said it's a foreign language show. Huge hit on Netflix. Oh. They both wear red hoodies. Okay, okay. And uh, jumpsuits. Money you Heist. might want to come. Yeah. Money Heist. This is the same show as Money Heist. Yeah. Honest with you. Um, and then finally, we're all watching Only Murders in the Building. And I think that until Succession hits, this is the title bell holder. It's, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying that because when I saw um, who was in it and what it was about, I, I thought it was going to be so unwatchable and cheesy. Yep, me too. And it has been just such an unexpected delight and a hit, and I really have appreciated the show. It's one of those like breaths of fresh air, you know, something mm-hmm. that's a little bit original, quirky, silly, nobody takes it that seriously, the character's sort of do but like martin short does it in a funny way yeah you know where he's like oh can you say that again but with vigor yeah and then like steve martin will say it again he's like ah that's too much vigor can yeah. you, like, you know what i mean like that that's very like on the nose for it's knowing like a, what it's, what it's, it's like a wes for. anderson tv show it knows exactly yeah. what it's going for yeah. and like like we've said this before the trio of martin short steve martin and selena gomez is the most unexpected likable trio in the history of television yeah and this the show is just fantastic all around yeah, it's a great show, and they've not only nailed, like, you know, the characters and the, the tone is the number one thing that they've they've nailed. True. Like, if we talk about succession, why that's successful, it's the dialogue. This show is successful for nailing, like, a tone of, like, dark stuff in a lighthearted, fun way that's makes you want to watch more. Um, but they've also nailed the mystery and kept you going with it. So you're like, now we're on episode eight or nine or whatever the hell. I think there's maybe ten. Um, it's almost over, and... I just want to know what the hell happened. It's great. What happened to Tim Kono? What happened to Kono? Great show. Everyone should check, tune in for this one. Um, all right, real quickly, guys. I'm going to give you guys my... I'm not even going to hit the music. But I'm going to give you guys my spoiler-free thoughts on the new Bond movie. So I did go see the Bond movie opening night, late Thursday. I saw it in the um, Dolby whatever theater. Okay. You know, like Dolby. the fancy one. All right. In, I, in West End? Uh, no, this one was at uh, Rose Rosedale. Okay. I went with my brother and his and his girlfriend, and it was a really nice time. And I thought that this movie was fantastic. I thought it was so good that it was my favorite of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Holy shit! So and, your favorite and, Bond movie, and then thus ever? far my favorite Bond movie ever. Um, Whoa! I know the critics haven't necessarily said the same thing. I think their reviews are somewhere in the 80s on on Fresh. It was like 85, 86. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'd expect a Bond movie to be. But I think I thought they crushed this, and I, I'm I'm not going to give things away. Um, other than the, that, I really enjoyed it, and I do think that anyone here who likes Bond and has liked the the Daniel Craig Bond movies is going to love this. And I believe that after this, I officially am ready to say that my favorite movie series of all time is Harry Potter. And my second favorite is the Daniel Craig Bond. Cool. I think it's cool. the second best movie series that I've ever watched. And it's we've done a lot of rewatches of, on yeah, this it's, pod. Yeah, it's, it's that good. Like, I like it more than almost anything I've watched. And I, I know we were really excited in early 2021 and late 2020 for, for this movie to come out pre-COVID. And um, it was worth the wait. Um, That's huge, Can man. you, in one word, without spoiling it, yeah. give us a description of Rami Malek as the bad guy? Um, uh, Elliot. <laughs> I like well, that's it. what you're hoping for yeah, so yeah. He, he he just is like that that character comes so natural to him as just kind of like 
antisocial weirdo genius guy and okay. he's he, he's just so good at that yeah and so i love the mr they robot cast him for a reason so love yeah. the mr robot callback too yeah, yeah i i just thought they nailed it and i i if, if someone watches it and they don't like it i think you're being picky this was really fun um it looked so incredible um what was the guy's name carrie fukunaga carrie fukunaga just was incredible i mean it, the movie looks and just awesome and the long set pieces like the long he does shot them? things yeah cool. are really cool well they were doing that a little bit even in the inspector like we talked about like the opening you know scenes in mexico and stuff so i thought he really crushed he's good at those with, with some of those scenes that are really long and the weird camera angles and it just it was fantastic it was a work of art i loved it i will be seeing it again in theaters that's nice. how much i liked it i'm hey we might get to go together because yeah. i gotta find a time this week yeah uh, the the goal would be for us all three to see it this week together, separate, whatever it may be, so that we can go full spoiler and finish our rewatch uh, this coming week. So that would be exciting. Yeah. All right. So thank go, you for the spoiler free review. Yeah, yeah go check work. it out. I really liked it. If you disagree, fuck you. All right. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Whoa. All right. Finally, um, Nor- Nordy Straits. It's back this week. All right. It's a fall themed Nordy. We got to get like a better. We got to get a theme song for Nordy Straits so you can cue it up and then people could be like, oh shit. Nordy I was gonna say just use that ESPN hockey one, but now mm. they're using that again. Yeah, they are. They they took it back. All right. Uh, so <laughs> Let's we're going. Do it. We're going on a fall themed Nordy Straits this week. Okay. We're going to start with scary movies. Great. I'll go first. Um, Um, I'm going to go with a 62. I usually, uh, I used to like them a lot more, and now I'm old and the world is stressful. Um, I have a positive view on scary movies. Most of them are bad, and the ones that are good are pretty stressful. That's, I mean, that's all fair. So are you saying you're more likely to watch a scary movie in the fall? absolutely okay so much more likely to watch yeah. it in the fall october i'm so much more likely to watch scary movies this is our chance it is this to is get your him chance to sign up for shutter no oh for the um <laughs> what's the one? Oh, jesus hereditary hereditary that we've been waiting can it's, you watch it's it? hereditary be, he'll be stressed but it's the, it's good man i it's i hereditary really, really like scary movies um i love all movies all movies for me will be in the 90s and so, where in the 90s? I guess it's probably a little bit below action movies for me, probably below mystery movies, above biopics by a mile. 94. 94. Ooh. Strong, strong, strong. Yeah. Yeah, you're... you're- more into this than and I most think of them do suck and they yeah. also get like a lot of recognition when they suck too you know what i mean like yeah like the bar is just low for some reason but when they hit like hereditary it follows whatever it might be you know the classics so 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 good cabin in the woods yeah I, I know you love cabin in the woods. Fucking, I love yeah that that's one. in there um i would say that movie's a 98 for me it's like a 75 I, i'm like in between you guys like mm-hmm. i don't really go for like the 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 slashy campy weird horror stuff that's not really for me yeah but like something like hereditary that can kind of that can like fuck you up like physically and then on like a spiritual level too like that is my shit it like damages you for yeah. a while right like, like i, I gotta you can't con- even move through your house normally hold on anymore. i gotta think about my life yeah here for like a half an hour like yeah. what am i doing like i gotta make some changes yeah okay next up raking leaves <sighs> it's low this is one of the worst jobs there is so here's my landscaping just, the, the raking is the, the putting in the bags mm. this is my landscaping tip yeah so your lawn is going to be 
pretty much stopped growing at a certain point, like maybe a little bit. So like a week t- from now. You take your mower and you put the, the yeah. setting up really high so that there's a big gap between the blades and whatever. And then you mulch as much of the leaves as you can because it goes back into your yard as feed for the spring thaw. So Ooh. that way, like, so as the leaves coming down, you might have to mow like a couple times a week if you have a lot of trees, but at least it will save you from a lot of raking. Uh-huh. So you mulch as much as you can until it starts to look like, okay, I think that's enough. And then, and then you, you can rake. So you like mow like half of it and then you only have to rake half. That's actually pretty, so pretty good. So that's my advice. Like Does that, that raise your score then? Because you have to do no, less. No, raking leaves sucks. Okay. Raking leaves blows. I'm going to give it an eight. It's like one of the worst yeah, it's jobs. Like a, it's, it's like one oh. of the worst chores there is. I mean, I'm it's thinking of the scale scale of like you know diabetes is on our scale. So yeah, I that's need to low. Go, that's really low. I need to go higher Below than diabetes. Eight. No, diabetes is like a nine to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes, uh, dude. I'm gonna go with like a you know like a sixteen. Like at least it's exercise. Yeah, but rough. It's fifteen, and that's only because my kids go nuts to go jump in the pile of raked leaves, okay. and then I gotta rake them again. Yeah, no but like sure. their joy at on their faces. Yeah. There's always dog poop mixed in mine, so I keep them away from it. That's brutal. Okay, um, I'm going to call these leather boots because I don't want you to mistake them with winter boots, but like, you know, like brown Hell boots yeah. you wear in the fall, you know? I don't wear. Oh, you, oh okay, oh, like work boots. Dude. Yeah. I mean, these are my favorite things. And plus, not only do, do I look so fly, I <laughs> get to keep the same pair forever. Forever. They, I've they worn last the same pair of like um, Irish Setter, Red Wing mm-hmm. type of deals. Oh, whatever. yeah. They but last like, they, for eternity. Not in the, but here comes my, my third and final bonus. They give me a straight three-quarter inch lift mm. that I desperately need to get near that six-foot mark. Mm, okay. And I love that. And so I'm going to go ahead and give them a uh, 89, 89. Love them. Very comfortable, too, if you wear them long enough. I'm going to give them an 81. They're less comfortable than wearing tennis shoes. They look cool. They're a little more of a hassle to put on, but once they're on, it's a good time. I'll wear them around my house. After I I mean, like, after I've put them on to go outside the house. Yes, yes. Because it's kind of a hassle to take them off, don't. Yeah. (laughs) The whole process is like kind of putting... It's almost like putting on ice skates. I want to... I would subtract a couple points... But it's too late. With so the lips, ahead. like for the lacing, where you got to like yeah. kind of pull yeah. them and cross yeah. them over yeah. and then kind of get them tight. And you're like, oh, I missed one. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go back and like restring them. Yeah. That yeah that's kind of, that's an 80. That's an 80. an 80. That's uh-huh. okay. That makes sense. Okay. Hot 100. The music? No, no. no like the, the, drink. the drink, like the alcohol. Hot 100. It's like, it's like, like oh. red hots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like good for the fall drinks, you know? Um, Well, this is tough. I don't know. I like all booze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's gonna get a positive, but I just don't know. I'm going 45. I'm too old to be. Well, I'll go. I'll go 50 because that's what proof it is. I'm mm-hmm. too old to be drinking that shit okay. at this point. So I'd say like if if I was out, um, you know, taking my kids trick or treating, and some neighbors were out, mm. and they were like, "Hey, you want a little like shot?" And they got like disposable shot glasses and a disposable bottle. shot glasses and a like, bottle. I would be like really psyched. I'd be like, "Hell yeah, dude!" This you sounds know like I, want. This I might try like, to get two out of the person. This sounds like Blaine life. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope. We haven't experienced this yet. Okay. I might need to bring this a little slice of Blaine life. So what are you going with? Um I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna go with like a seventy one. Seventy one. That's it, so crazy. I was just about to say seventy one. Really? And, yeah. And what's your reasoning? Because it's, <laughs> it's <well>. booze. <laughs> it mixes well with like apple cider. And I don't hate cinnamony stuff either. No, no, I mean, I don't want to like drink it straight, I don't think, but like in anything, like if someone was like, This has got hot one hundred in it, I'd be like Give me multiple of them. Let's go. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, next up, uh, Hay Rides. 
just I can't go first on this uncomfortable. One. Yeah, not that comfortable. Haunted hayride, kind of fun. Well, that's what I'm. That's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Haunted hayride over a hayride. Sorry. Oh. Um, no. I'm gonna go a hayride. It's always a little too cold when you're on the hayride. It's never that comfortable. You're like, couldn't they put a hay back on this? Um, I. <laughs> I'm gonna You've go, got the hay seed covered. Where's the hay back? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I like it. I'm gonna go with a 63. So my mind just went to the haunted ones that I did in my youth because I was peer pressured to go and everyone's going and I don't want to be like, just like leave the group and go home. And I was so scared. I just, I don't do well in haunted houses, haunted hayrides. It's funny that you gave parks, but you gave scary movies a 93, but like the live action, the live action role plays, you're you're out. I'm so scared. I don't, I can't do it. You want to go to Valley Scare? Let's go to Valley Scare. I wouldn't do it. I just, I don't like any of that stuff. Dude, it's like a, I mean, it's like a five for me. Like I just won't Diabetes is a nine and (laughs) haunted hayrides a five. (laughs) That's why we're not supposed to rank things that weren't good. Given to we're us. not baselining, right? Yeah, um, we're not baselining. So let me ask you, what would it like? What's the dollar amount it would take for you to go in the haunted house at the state fair? Assuming COVID's not a thing, and I mean, and, I think if someone was like, "Dude, I will pay for all your food all day, whatever you want," I would do the haunted house. I would not be comfortable. I probably would like want to go with somebody and do the thing where like grab their hood and kind of like stay real. Would tight you on. rather go in the haunted house at the state fair or at camp or at a uh, Valley Scare, or would you rather watch this season of the challenge? <laughs> <laughs> you try to get. You know, I'd rather watch the challenge. Okay, okay. That I almost need good. a reason to be pushed into that. And okay. Yes, I would watch that. I know you're trying to get me so desperately to watch it. Okay. What about uh, caramel apple suckers? Uh you know those green suckers well, with the caramel apple on them. Here comes Ryan. Or the caramel chance on them. I say think, something. Yeah. I'm going to give these. I'm not going to say why I don't like these. There's no I, particular oh, reason yeah, yeah. why I wouldn't like a very sticky, sugary thing to touch the, my teeth. I think I liked um, these more in the past than I do now. I actually turned one down the other day. I think these are like a, a 58. They're not that good. I worry about them with some of the, my fillings and shit. And I just, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. So I, I, I actually have to go with like a 10 because I just, I'm not allowed. So it's a notch. There's probably that. more dangerous things for me to eat, but I can't be fucking with these, dude. It is a little bit dicey for someone with ongoing dental issues. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. Um, yeah, they're not that good. I don't like sour apple flavor in general. Yeah, I, I don't, I think it's bad. off-putting. Mm-hmm. That's why they have to pair it with something sweet like yeah. caramel because it sucks. Yeah. Um, it's like a 30. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to deconstruct this now with our next two. Apple picking. Ugh, this is not fun. Also, a lot of worms in apple picking. Mm. Um, I think apple picking is like a 48. And I know that's like scrooging it, but like yeah. it's just not very fun. Often happens during sports, I find. Oh, I always. So, I mean, maybe it's college and you're like lucky and you're like, okay, gophers play later. I can get this done before then, whatever. I do find it interferes with that. Um, I've had a nice time, like a good time. Apples are cool. I'm going to still give it a positive. I'm going to go on the positive side of this, but not by much. I'm going to do with 60. Yeah, 60 I think it's cool. Like three. The Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, the, you're good. The, the, I didn't get to go, but the kids went and they had a blast. However, they brought home like 
four normal sized apples and then like 17 like completely undersized <laughs> so like the stuff that you get wasted with the bag for 30 bucks or whatever just seems like like what am i gonna do with this i could literally eat this thing in two bites like right. you eat it in half and then flip it over and then eat the other half and it's just it's done so and then like oh uh, sure you can cut it up but you're like making these like tiny slivers of apple like anyway yeah no i feel you i feel you it's like what the hell am i gonna do with all these and they're very expensive i mean mm-hmm. like that bag a little overpriced yeah you're picking them yourself you're paying for the hayride to take you out there yeah, hayride. Yeah. Too. Um, it's like a theme park and it this doesn't come with cider theme park of all time um it's like a 51 okay but you're positive barely okay mini candy bars strong i mean is there a better size than mini but i'm not talking about the square ones i'm talking about the rectangle ones yeah yeah like why do we need to have the square ones and the rectangle you're talking ones? well you're talking the about square how, ones are even smaller the right? mini mini i don't the need mini the, mini uh, no I, that's that. not worth it that's actually a waste of the wrapping that's like that's yeah. that's so we're talking pollution. about true mini original mini like that halloween we're used to. candy mm-hmm. yeah size. halloween mini like snicker bar like so that strong i'd One, rather eat two of those than try to eat a whole snickers mm-hmm. you know then i'm like feeling gluttonous like a bag of them you're like i could have a couple of these things there's Hell a mini yeah. bag of M&Ms in there. There's like a Three Musketeers. No one's touching it. That's the be- that's the <laughs> Jimbo. That's the best perk is like you can grab a hundred grand. You could grab a Three Musketeer. You could grab mm-hmm. a Hershey bar. You, you didn't could, grab a Three Musketeer though. No could, one did. Yeah, because they're terrible. They're all left in there. The no, whole bag fine. ends up as Three Musketeers. It's it's what's wrong with the Three Musketeer? They're it's, not that great. It's a Milky Way without the caramel. Exactly. It's a I Milky know. Way without the good part. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> More fair. of the bad part and less of the good part. Yeah. It's got a nougat. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you could grab a right Twix or a left Twix. Mm, oh yeah. Jesus! Uh, sorry, um, Baby Ruth. I think it's kind of underrated too. Um, mm. Can you believe the right Twix and left Twix thing is still going? Because it's, they a terror, it's just terrible. That. I think they paid for else. like five years of advertising, and they're like, "Well, we don't I have anything else." I think it's been going yeah. on for twelve years. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then also like the Reese's cups. I know that's a square candy, but it's round on the inside. But the square box, like you get just just get the one. Right. That's perfect. That's yeah. the perfect amount of a Reese's cup. I like that. I mean, these are strong for me. These are. Does somebody else want to go first? This is or? a ninety-five. Mm, wow. I love these. I love really the strong. serving size. I'm gonna go with an eighty-six. Um, I'm gonna split the difference. It's a ninety-two. I love them. Damn, we love these. And, and just to come back on the caramel apple sucker. This is something that does not cause issues. Mm-hmm. So oh, like it's, no. it's very edible. Good to go for me. Maybe yeah. not a Butterfinger. I love them. Do you I'll, really? I'll work my way around. Okay. <laughs> go slow like a I'm chipmunk. I'm a risky motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Lastly, <laughs> nothing is more fall than this either. Oh, yeah? Flannel. I love flannel. Because flannel. flannel makes you look good no matter... Um, if it's if it's a skinny year for you or a fat year for you, I own one. I own one flannel jacket. <laughs> and there's always one or the other. Uh huh. It's either a fat year or a skinny year for you. Yeah. You're not like in. You're not like a 17 year old anymore. Like right. You you fluctuate. Yeah. And flannel helps with that. It levels the playing skinny field. Skinny people a bit. look great in flannel. Fat people look great in flannel. Everyone looks great in flannel. You can wear it indoors. It can double as a jacket. It can yep. it can be dressed up or dressed way down. You can wear a t-shirt underneath it. You could tie it around your waist. You can do like the wide open with the band t-shirt, oh, which is edgy. Yeah, and I edgy. like that. Love it. And you can wear your boots. All the brown boots, leather boots, the boots with the flannel. The, the boots and the flannel is like. It's, it's a look. It's it's just like a, it's a staple. It's yeah, a staple. it's a staple. This is, uh, this is exciting. I love flannel. I'm going to give flannel a high score. I'm going to give it a 94. I'm going to give it a 94. Wow. Flannel's fucking great. Yeah, it's really, really comfortable. Um, you like flannel more than Halloween candy? Yeah, maybe. I don't love candy. Okay. Pop. I mean, I yeah. like like brownies and Pick cookies, one. but like 
Candy is just okay to me. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with 92. I love them. I have, you know, six at any given point that I rotate in and out. Um, nice. Love them. Can't wait. Can't wait to rock one later. Yeah. Tomorrow. I have, yeah. a, I have a flannel. I'm going to wear one tomorrow now, too. Okay. Jimbo, Send me a picture. Jimbo's favorite store. I have a flannel jacket that I got from Duluth Trading Company. Oh, God. And it is awesome. Like, it's super warm and super comfortable. But, like, I always put it on to go shovel. And within 10 minutes, I'm sweating like a horse. Like, just unbelievable because it's so warm. It's yeah. like so insulated. Like, this is meant to shovel snow in, like, Alaska. It sounds like you are not talking about the flannels. You're talking about they're sewing in flannels to so many other layers This here. is the only flannel I own, so it's the only thing I can Ryan, talk to. Ryan. I'm sorry. You're a sporty guy. You like the sport outfits. Dude, I need to help, I gotta I get some to help flannel. you out. I'll help you out. Should we go to Forever 21? Get no, some flannels? I, I'll get you. We'll go to Gap. <laughs> we'll go to Gap. Go to the discount section. We'll get you some shit. Dude. All right. All right. And but then I we'll go it. see Bond. Hey, this could work. This could work. Like, Our, it's like a it's like a date, like a hitch date, you know? Like you're gonna go dress me up and <laughs> right. Sonny will appreciate it. All right, guys, that is it. That's all the time we have. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for bringing back Nordy's rates. Yeah. Nordy's That's rates. a lot of fun, and I appreciate you kind of throwing that in there. Nordy's yep. rates was back this week. Next week we'll talk Bond, but thank you guys for listening. Go back, check out our sports cast from earlier in the week. Otherwise, thanks for hanging out with us here at the Nordy's Podcast.